This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Chelsea Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by Celery, the show that is looking to pot Chinese players for a reaction on Sunday after such a disappointing defeat away at Newcastle last weekend. Uh, now, the quick-witted among you will realise that I'm not Stanford Chich, who is out at a gig tonight. So you'll start with me, Dean Mears, as host for this evening. But fear not, the right honourable Mr Jonathan Kidd is with me tonight. Good evening, JK. How are you? Hello. Uh, I'm very good, thanks, Dino. Lovely to be on the show. Lovely to have you hosting. And, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, looking forward to uh, possible recovery at the weekend from the uh, dismal showing that we uh, we had at uh, Newcastle, which um, um, luckily the manager threw his toys out of the pram, rightly so. But um, yeah, let's let's hope there is a, a a bounce back from the the idiocy of the weekend. So can't get any worse, surely. Uh, who's with us tonight, J.K.? Uh, I don't know. He's bending over at the moment. I can't see who it is. Uh, he's coming to. Uh, it looks a little bit like. Um, it is, of course, the housewife's choice himself. The excellent goalie. What is it? Sixty-nine. I can't remember. Oh, fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. Yeah, goalie fifty-nine is, of course, Mister Clayton Beerman. Hello, hello. Good to be with you. Uh, two Fridays running, spoiling you. Well. Or not, as the case may be, as we discussed earlier. <laughs> Always one of the favourites, Clayton, on the fan cast with the listeners. Uh, Thank you very much. Sure. Uh, now, on the show tonight, in part one, we'll look at some latest Chelsea news and reflect on Potch's press conference. Uh, and then in part two, we'll look at the latest team news for both sides, uh, reveal the infamous Chelsea fan cast lineup prediction, and of course, one of our new favourite features they played for both. Uh, which oh, God, I keep forgetting for about that. I never do any research. Oh, yeah. God, bloody hell. prepared that for me. So, um, yeah, there's a few. Um, sadly, there's no opposition for you tonight as Brighton were away in Europe this week, uh, but still an action-packed show to get through. 
And remember, of course, you can listen to the show live. Bye. Every Monday and Friday at around 7.30pm by heading to Mixler. That's mixlr.com forward slash Chelsea hyphen fancast. Uh, apart from tonight, where I can't log on. Uh, so we are on Went to Mo Kings Meadows uh, Mixler. Uh, we're joined by the two Davids, David Lotzer and David Hurst, uh, who've managed to find the show. So well done to you two. Um, I'm sure others will join uh, as we go. Um, now, uh, before we get into all that, um, I must mention the Over the Line Mental, he- Mental Health Hub, uh, which is a new venue before the Brighton game. Uh, so the Chelsea Supporters Trust Over the Line Mental Health Hub will be back at Stamford Bridge for Chelsea FC's fixture versus Brighton on Sunday, the 3rd of December. The CST is delighted that the Mental Health Hub will return for our next home fixture. We would like to thank Chelsea FC for their continued support of this excellent initiative. Following the successful launch, the hub will now be located inside the entrance to the Copthorn Hotel next to the Canaville Suite entrance. This new venue offers a more comfortable and relaxed environment with easy access to quiet rooms for anybody wishing to talk in private. The new initiative in which fans who may be experiencing issues can confidentially sorry, speak to qualified mental health professionals and specialists in a familiar environment, which will be based behind the shedding in the Cotthorn Hotel, which is beside Frankie's and will be open from 12pm. The Mental Health Hub has been founded by the Chelsea Supporters Trust as part of its wider, wider Over the Line initiative that launched in 2021. Over the Line is a mental health signposting education resource specifically aimed at Chelsea supporters. The Over the Line website helps to aid aims to help people recognise their own problems and then find the resources that support people to make that first step over the line. This resource has been launched by the CST following their growing need to help Chelsea fans come to terms with their own mental health and to help them take the next step. Uh, now, I know Chid will be there uh, on Sunday, so make sure you go and pay them a visit uh, again at the Cotthorn Hotel from 12pm on match day, and we will be right back with the preview show. Back to the Chelsea fancast. Uh, the first thing I want to go through, JK, sort of the Chelsea news this week, and that was that the club have released Pat Nevin of his duties uh, on the website and sort of commentary and stuff like that. Um, a sad loss. Well, a bit ridiculous, really, because he was a bit competent. At, um, excuse me, I have to kiss my daughter. Sorry about that. Very unprofessional. I do apologise, but I have to do it. Um, bye bye, my darling. Um, um, uh, in fact, we sort of knew about this ages ago, didn't we? That he'd been uh, relieved of his position because he wasn't in the in the program anymore, um, and he's no longer on the website. Uh, it, it's, it's as the Telegraph stated rather beautifully: the the penny pinching is uh, is slightly weird, given that they're um, wallowing in in money like um, slightly obscene hippos. So. Uh, um, I can't quite see what this is all about, but there was a theory, wasn't it, that he'd been quite critical of the the transfer policy and perhaps they were being um, uh, uh, slightly fascist about it and decided that they didn't want anybody um, complaining about the club, Um, even though it's quite healthy to be critical about these things. But um, I think you have to be a yes man. Uh, And I think he fell foul of that. But there's no 
there's no um, arguing with the fact that he was he's a brilliant journalist and a fantastic writer and um it's a huge loss and particularly because his legacy is so enormous because he was one of the best players of the last 40 years so um it really is shooting themselves in the foot i think the whole thing is ridiculous um but you know as he said he's not bitter it's another job he's just got a job he's got masses on he's got his books um he's got other other roles to play as a as a pundit so um you know, you move on, don't you? But people, some whoever made this decision was ridiculous, ridiculous decision to make. Yeah, Clayton, I mean, we've had yeah, Pat of the Troubadour events, um, you know, very clever man, written books. Um, you know, one of my favourite pundits, sort of criminally underrated by, you know, BBC, I think we've had him, mm. uh, sort of the lesser games instead of the big occasions. He's never been sort of picked up by Sky Sports or BT Sports, whether that's his own choice or not, I don't know. Um, but you know, as, as J.K. said, he seems to have criticised the transfer policy, and now he's out on his ear. Um, not a great look, and it is a huge loss, isn't it? Because he is, you know, a Chelsea legend. Yeah, I've I've got several thoughts on the matter. Um, the first of which, and I don't wish to be rude, um, but I don't think does does it matter really? I mean. Yes, he is fantastic. I He's one of those people, there's a couple of people that I can just listen to ad infinitum because they talk so much sense, they're so interesting, they're so eloquent and they know their subject back to front. Um, I don't know why the club got rid of him. Uh, I don't know why the club have done a lot of things that they've done. If it's cost-cutting, then fine. Um, it, it's not a great look. Uh, the reason why he's not employed by any of the main companies uh, as a pundit is because he's too intelligent. He's not um, idiotic. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you had the misfortune to watch any of the Manchester United game in Europe this week, uh, where you basically had Rio Ferdinand and uh, Robbie Savage cheering for Manchester United when goals went in. And then you had two more Manchester United pundits in in the studio. And they're just after populism. They're not interested in, you know, in the views of anything. I mean, you, you look at the the markup, the makeup of, of most of what goes on on in the media. You know, the people like Pat Nevin aren't, aren't in it enough. He's too good. He's too intelligent. So just going back to your question, I don't think it affects us as a club. I think the club's going through a very strange period at the moment. I wouldn't be at all surprised if he was back in maybe a year, a couple of years. Who knows? Um, he he probably is upset, but got so much else on, as Jonathan said. Um, ultimately, it's not a good look. I'm not. I, I'm not that bothered, to be honest. Yeah, well, he did tweet out Pat, um, such kind sentiments are in my CFC departure. Thank you all so kind of everyone, but honestly, don't stress others losing their jobs and now in dear financial crisis uh, are more worthy of considerations. I'm happy, busy, promoting my new recent book for Xmas and BBC work. Uh, so he's obviously got his new book, Pat Nevin, Football and How to Survive It. Um, so if you do want to send a message to Pat, maybe buy his book um, along the way. Uh, let's move on then to today's presser. Uh, anyone get to watch it? Yes, please. Um, yeah, so, so last last week, J.K. was handed the duty of uh, praising the press conference. So Dean and I can go and make a cup of tea. And J.K., far away. Thanks very much indeed. It was really interesting. 
um, because uh, he was very happy. Uh, he said he was happy because he'd had a great week training them and trying to uh, get them to appreciate that they were immature and um, and needed to uh, to learn a lot from last week when uh, and he actually said wonderful words. Um, I watched it when I watched it back. It was even worse than I thought, um, which was a little bit worrying. <laughs> I love that. Um, but also one of the uh, the questions he was asked was whether whether he was because he was so happy. Was he acting? I think I got it. Um, uh, uh, and he he sort of slightly took umbrage about that and said, you know, no, he, he was not an actor. He kept saying, I'm uh, um, I'm happy because we had a very good week and I was tough on them. Um, but uh, no, he said, I I. I respond according to the uh, the situation, which was very honest of him. But what I felt was annoying was that um, the first question he was asked was, you know, what what what's the team selection going to be? Is there anybody injured? And he said, no, I you know I, I don't know till tomorrow. You know, you go, oh, okay, so that's a bit of a waste of time, isn't it? We're not going to find out, and and also we won't be able to uh, to get any of the um, the team selection right when we do it a bit later on because we don't know. But the one of the major things was um, that in Kunku. Um, will probably be on the bench. I, I got that that gist, isn't that right, Clayton? I think he was. Uh, he was. Yeah, he didn't, didn't rule him out. He, re- he rule him out. ruled out Lavia. He did rule Lavia. It wasn't up to, but yeah. even though they're both training with the first team, yeah. so I think we may see an appearance from Nkunku. Also, depending on what the the state of play is. I mean, I I watched. Um, we'll get onto it later. I watched Brighton in the week at uh, against against Ek Athens, and they were excellent. They're a fantastic team. You just think, you know, I don't know what happened to them. Well, I know what happened when he played in the League Cup. He uh, they they played their reserve side, but um, uh, so it's going to be a, it, it's going to be a, um, it's going to be hard for them at the weekend on Sunday. But um, as he said, um, uh, tough week. They've reacted well, um, um, and, and they've got to go for consistency and maturity. Um, um, the, the situation from the weekend can help to improve. Um, uh, and he was asked whether it was realistic to regain the to get the twelve points to get us into the top, the top four. And he said it's still possible, but um, um, it's all about the process and focus today. And he's actually only concerned about the weekend. He was also asked whether the 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 whether the owners were supporting the team and supporting him. And he said, well, of course they are. Well, and there was an element of was it was a stupid question. Um, and he was also asked, was there any confidence from the League Cup? Uh, win and he said um you know well that was a different different game really um um but he um he was very keen to say that he thought the at the weekend we all let down our club and he didn't want to blame the the team because he said everybody let them down because they're all part of the same setup um you mustn't blame then everyone he said maybe the approach wasn't right um he said, you have to be sometimes tough with the team, sometimes nice. Uh, um, then he went into the uh, the actor. The, I'm not an actor. I am. Uh, I'm happy because the week was so good. I'm not acting. And you felt actually was slightly angry. Um, of course, he's great friends with the Roberto. Um, what's his face? The the Brighton manager. Who, yeah, who's, he's, he's doing a fantastic job. He seems to be great friends with nearly every manager, I have to say. And to be fair to him, he hugs every single one of them. He's, he's a very touchy-feely man, isn't he, old... Um, um, uh, I forgot the name of our manager. Pochettino. Um, he, uh, he Every player, before they go on, is given, uh, every sub is given an enormous hug and words in their ears and encouragement. And I, I, I'd have to say I love that. I think that's fantastic. Um, but so clearly there is this other side to him, though, that um, 
that we don't see, which uh, is what this this reporter was alluding to. So, yes, he said he does lose his temper, but he said, I'm not making it up at this press conference. I was I'm happy today because we work well in the week at the weekend. It was dreadful. Um, but he's he's uh, he's also after the he had a big defense of of Casado, um, because the one of the reporters asked him whether or not he thought that uh, Casado was um, was underperforming. And he actually sort of admitted it. I got that, Clayton. I think isn't that correct? I felt that he was he was saying um, it's not fair because it's a different environment and moment. Yeah, he and, said, but you can't compare seasons. You can't yeah, exactly, compare one exactly. season over seasons to any another very, one. Very so. sensible response. Absolutely, absolutely. Hanging him out to dry. Yeah. Absolutely, but because he was asked whether he felt that the size of the transfer fee was psychologically playing with Casado's mind, and um, and he said, well, it's easy to blame that on him because he's human. I must admit, he didn't deny that he felt he was underperforming, um, but um, he just said it's only time. And then he was asked a question about VAR and he sort of just um, gabbled kind of in incoherently about it. And it's interesting listening to his um, his English, which uh, he, he still does that ridiculous thing of saying, which lots of them do. They never say the most important thing. They always say the most important is. And this is a, probably a direct translation from the Spanish, but it's beginning to annoy me because he has been in the country a long time. And I want to, you know, I'd like to hand him a vocabulary book at some stage. Did, did you notice that one question had to be translated for him? Yes, yes. It was yeah. the angry one. It was the angry. It was about, was he angry about, um, it was that one about being, it was the acting one, wasn't it? Yeah, because I felt that he, he he got it, but he didn't really want to engage with it. Then, then he was you, but you, you thought he he tried to have it translated to give him a couple of minutes to actually think about what he was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because the, the yeah. bloke went on and on and on about it, which was fair enough. But he also says, um, um, he says, the true is, you want to get, no, it's truth, Mauricio, it's truth, for goodness sake, not the true, what's the matter with you? And he calls the player, the player, when he's saying players, once again, I just think, for goodness sake. But anyway, um, but no, he's he's um, he's coherent and they're not, that seems to be the case, and I think he, he does it deliberately. Um, the last one um, was uh, about Rhys James, um, and he said Rhys James had apologised and was frustrated and he'd had a word with him. But um, uh, he felt that he was very tired when it happened because, as he said, he's far off his best condition, he said, which we know. But it's interesting, isn't it, that he's been playing him and he's not really fit, which is what we've been observing. Because after about 70 minutes, he looks knackered. But he's trying to get him to play 90. But he clearly said he's far off his best condition Felt he was a bit tired, and that's why he pulled. Um, he pulled the Newcastle. What was it, Gordon? He pulled him back. So, uh, and that was that. It sort of ran out. Ran out of. Uh, that was it. Then it was the behind closed doors questions, which I always wonder what how significant they are. So, uh, when when Adam Newsom was on, we always had a kind of hint of what they might be. So, uh, but um, alas, Adam. Yeah. But yeah, that was the gist gist of it. Yeah, Anything the... else, Clayton? You reckon? Anything else? He. Uh... Have I missed? No, I don't think you've missed anything. I, I just find the whole thing very frustrating. I think the questions are all a bit stupid. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Reading Agreed. between the lines, it sounds like when he basically was talking about what had happened during the week, that there had been some honest conversations, not only, you know, after the game, but in team meetings. Yeah. And we don't know 
what effect any of that's going to have on the selection. Yeah, you know, and until they they play on Sunday. Yeah, because it's all very well saying this, that, and the other. But you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just getting tired of excuses. I just want to see something happening on the pitch. And you know, for for what was it a week? Two fantastic results. Um, the 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 city game, the attitude of the players, the, their resilience to come back against the best side in the world three times, and that whole fight and that whole persona of that side you thought great something's happening and then every every positive from the man city just went out the window sort of seven days later so and and perhaps in in the press conference you you could sense an underlying frustration from pochettino Mm. and um in the week there was that um those articles about silver being written off and that they should tell him that he needs to go now. Well, that was, that was the it. only no, that that was the athletic, wasn't it? That was basically yeah. is yeah. it time for him to go? I mean, yeah, you can have you can have an argument that if Silver's not in the team, then then you've basically got to develop a partnership between two of the three centre backs that we've got. I mean, that's excluding Fafana, who God knows when he'll ever be back, um, and maybe that is an argument, but but. I know we're going off piste here, but you take Silver out of that team. There's virtually no experience in it as it is. Um, you know, you could say other experienced players like Raheem don't seem to be very vocal. I'm not sure how vocal Silver is. I think he does a lot of talking to to the to the guys he's playing with. But yeah, I, you can't hang them out to dry every time something like this happens. And I, I don't think that we are, we have the luxury of, of sort of benching him at the moment. I really don't. I also don't think he was as bad. He just fe- fell over once in the corner, didn't he? And then made that enormous rick. Yeah. But other than that, I didn't see a, a huge difference in any of his, uh, uh, I didn't feel that his, he was an old bloke wandering around and it had all suddenly disappeared. It was just those, those two moments which are highlighted. He fell over trying to do a trick and uh, and got dispossessed by by missing the ball, passing it back. I mean, all right, you're not supposed to do that, but he, that was the he did that. He he made that very same error in his debut for Chelsea. So uh, um, you're in, in not telling me that he was past it then. So uh, let's see if there is a an enormous um, deterioration in his performances over the next three games. Well, it, he'll be the first one to say so, and they'll just they'll. They'll flag it up. They're not in the in the process of keep of keeping him in um, because there's no one else, as you say. They they've got um, three centre backs. I think Fafana is is the, the least important, but it's Badia, Shield, Colwell, and um, uh, and Desazi. It'll be it'll be a combination of those ultimately. Yeah, I think he's been had, he's had a good season as well, actually, Silver. So yeah, he's been excellent. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, Clayton, you mentioned excuses. Uh, you know, this little quote when he was talking about Casido and Sanchez, I think. Uh, it's good now to have a few months with all the players here and we can start to give more possibilities uh, to rest, play and focus on Chelsea. Um, because there's no international football now until March, so there's no travelling for any of the players. Um, so there will be no excuses by the time we get to you know that March period. We'll know exactly where we are, good or bad. Um, then I think we can assess the team then. 
Yeah, I mean, I I think that he that he would like nothing more than just uninterrupted run to get a side going, have a settled eleven, and just just sort of take out all the background noise. I mean, it's a it's a massive job. I mean, there is no two ways about it, um, and it's quite difficult because. I don't know whether you guys agree, but the season seems like it's been going on forever. And yet Pochettino has been manager for what, 13, 14 games, which is absolutely no time at all. Um, I think we are where we are because that, that's where we deserve to be. I don't think we deserve to be any higher, but I would say that there has been, whereas the one thing about Potter was I felt that I was happy for him to be there as long as I could see some sort of improvement. And as the months went by, you couldn't actually see any tangible improvement in that side at all. There was a couple of decent games. I think they were in the Champions League where I think the side was self-motivated. I don't think he had any... He beat Villa, I remember, and um, Mount scored a very good good goal, but... um... Cucurella. Yeah, we, we beat Villa, but if you remember that day, we got absolutely hammered. We were Kepa hammered. Made... I don't know how we did it. I agree. Oh, Kepa... we, I'll tell you how we did it because right. Kepa, Kepa had his best ever performance ever game. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, but all I would say that I have seen an improvement from the side. We we still have some of the same fragility, but I would see. I would say that there has been improvement. I think that. You know, um, we've played some lovely football at times. We haven't had a 90 minutes. That, that's, that's been the thing. We've played some super football in 20-minute bursts and then we've sort of disappeared for 20 minutes and that, that's where we are at the moment. We're not the complete package. But you can see that, that he Poch is trying to do something. What will also help him is if... I, I know I pick on him every week. You know, I thought Sterling against Man City had his best game. And despite his brilliant goal, I thought he was he was anonymous last Saturday. You know, Enzo seems to be going backwards. Now, whether that's a fatigue thing, I don't know. But he's he's getting he's getting performances and when we have I mean, everybody has injuries, but he is getting performances. And at the moment, I'm sort of not particularly desperate with where we are. I think because of what had gone before, that's why Saturday was was so disappointing. But yeah, no, I I think he's all right. And I, I, I mean, that question about the the owners. I mean, for God's sake, what's he going to say? No, they actually hate me. <laughs> I never see them. They're yeah, I never see them. I, I I hear the rumours. You know, <laughs> they don't like me. But yeah, no. I so I, I'm all positive. I mean, for me, Sunday is a massive, massive game. I really, I really feel that. I really feel that that this team have to react on Sunday. They have to perform. I agree. That, that will tell us where we are. I think tell us a lot about where we are. Yeah, I mean, JK. What I sort of took from that press conference was, you know, some home truths have been said behind closed doors, and it seems to have ironed out a few problems, maybe. 
I think that's why. Well, if he got if he got a response on the training ground, then he's 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 happy. If he he if they paid attention to what he wanted and they were contrite, and he was contrite as well, I suppose. But that's that's the reaction, isn't it? If there's no sulking, it they actually then respond. I mean, it was intriguing to see how dreadful Connor was. Connor had the worst game of the season for him. Just wasn't involved at all. Um, and I felt Sterling had had. Um, there, there were some mitigating circumstances in that Trippier just had the game of his life against him and just every single time he tried to get past but, him. I'm sorry to interrupt, JK, but it's not so much that. I mean, part of the reason um, that we were so bad in the second half is that he just didn't track back. He didn't help his fullback. No, it's true. He wasn't okay, doing so that. That's, that's part of his game. I'm not picking yeah. on him because I don't... You know, Jack Jackson, we could have been playing with 10 men. But, yeah. you know, where, where's his support? Where is yeah. the? Where are the assists? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I, I mean, think as I said on the show on Monday, I felt that um, it, 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 if they do play below par, not to the level they've created, you suddenly become very aware of the areas where they're deficient, because Jackson was just absolutely appalling. And uh, if if the players are better around him, at least he can put in some kind of a performance, you know, uh, but and, and, and attempt to score, which he, you know, he scored, he scored seven for goodness sake, you know, and yet we can't see anything positive about him. And I'll really, and complain every time he plays, just despite him scoring. Um, but that was, that was, that was the worst possible, worst case scenario, wasn't it? On, on uh, the weekend where um, the team were terrible and he was even worse. So, um, um, yeah, and it, and the defence was was ridiculously unfocused. The 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 first goal and the the header were just absolutely bizarre lapses in concentration. Um, so, uh, uh, and I think we established that you, it doesn't work if if Casado doesn't play um, because um, they're almost used to his. The three of them perform so much better together. But as, as you say, Clayton um, Hernandez looks to be really off the pace. Um, he only seems to last about 35 minutes and then he's really huffing and puffing. So I don't know what that's all about. Whether he does put in a shift, though, at the beginning of a game. He does, he, you know, from the beginning, he he really gets stuck in. It just, you can't have that from a, a top-class player, world-class player, supposedly, only lasting 35 minutes, though. So uh, I don't know how they sort that out. But, yeah, it'd be interesting to see who he actually picks if he makes any changes, I don't think he will specifically, but we'll get on to that in a minute. So, yeah, as, as Clayton mentioned, a huge game on Sunday, and we'll talk about that in part two. Before we go for a break, uh, the usual pluggery from Chidge, uh, and we're starting with the excellent CFC UK, and the store will be open for business on Sunday as usual, which means you can get your copy of everyone's favourite fanzine in person on match day opposite Fulham Broadway. Uh, you can also subscribe to CFC UK by doing the following email fanzine at CFC. UK.net. Uh, it's £20 in the UK, £45 in Europe, uh, £60 for the rest of the world. Or you can get a digital copy for £6 or £1 each, uh, pay via PayPal. Uh, and if you enjoy CSU UK, then why not give King's Meadow Chronicle a try the Chelsea women's team's equivalent? A subscription for the rest of the 2023 2024 season is available uh, now for just £10 plus postage, and you can order yours via www.kingsmeadowchronicle.bigcartel.com. Uh, and the second plug is for the Chelsea pitch owners. Uh, now is the time to buy. So if you want to own a piece of Chelsea, then you need to get yourself a CPO share. Owning a share means you have a share of the freehold of the stadium, shares are priced between 
£110 for an electronic chair or up to £173 for a framed site, framed chair. Signed by a Chelsea player, just go to the Chelsea website and search for the Chelsea picture of us. Uh, and we'll be back after this. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Ah, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK, and best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you, thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy, I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chels. Footballfancast.com. Welcome back to part two of the Chelsea Fancast Friday Night Preview Show. Uh, time now to actually look uh, at the game then. Uh, JK, I mean, you mentioned Brighton, you watched Brighton play on Thursday. Um, Matoma yeah. back for them in the game and did they rest a couple of players as well? Um, I'm not completely au fait with who all the Brighton players are. I think some are injured, but um, um, uh, Solly March is still injured, isn't he, for them? But um, uh They've got the boy Ferguson who really puts in a shift. I don't know where they get all these players from. I mean, I thought we'd nicked all their their gurus. I thought we'd nicked all the stats people from them. They just seem to reappear and they get these terrific players. Um, uh, who is it? Um, Jao, not Jao Felix, who, by the way, is playing wonderfully for Barcelona, apparently. Um, Jao Pedro, um, who was playing for Watford last year, is you know plays out of his skin all the time. They they pass the ball absolutely beautifully. They this they they get themselves into situations where you think they've got two men on them. How can they get the ball through? And they're just a flick. There's somebody available, and it's it was bossed by 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 Billy Gilmore, of course, who 
we knew that we would rue his being sold there. And um, he is, in fact, the, fact, the big cheese. He was saying how um, Zerbi had a go at him in the summer, just constantly going at him. And then he said to him, the reason that I'm criticising you so much is you are the man for this year. You're my midfield fulcrum. And he's he's um, he's rewarding him with, you know, terrific displays, great pinpoint passes. But they they move the ball around so beautifully. It's just this this ability to find a player in space. Also, right from the from from the back, you know, there's no there's no farting about like we do um, and uh, kicking the ball out from the goalkeeper. It's all just one touch flicked here and there. Um, a Cathens was sort of madly rushing at them to try and close them down and. Dunk was flicking it here and there. Dunk, by the way, is a fabulous player and should be playing for England all the time instead of Maguire. He really is absolutely top banana. And I think the way that Brighton, without any experience of playing in uh, in Europe before, have come up trumps and are, are going to be top of their group uh, is just, you know, augurs well for them. I think if they can get further and further up the table, you just think this club is is magnificent. It's magnificently run. And each player who comes on, you've never heard of, is utterly skillful. I mean, Welbeck, I think, is injured as well. He's not involved. But he, um, uh, they, they, anybody, they, everybody is skillful. Everybody has, everybody knows the plan. Everybody is great on the ball. And uh, um, they they really cannily with, with Ake, they defended for ages and ages and then came out in the second half and were much better and got this, got this penalty which was a penalty referee didn't give it and VAR gave it um they seem to get it right the refs abroad for some reason I, I'm bemused about I mean obviously not all of them but you can see that the ref plays on and in fact in this instance the ref stopped the game he didn't worry wait until the ball went out he, he it wasn't two minutes waiting it was after about 30 seconds he got it in his ear that it was there was a penalty and he went look at the screen and immediately gave the penalty because he was told by the the VAR official it's a penalty he wasn't said you need to go and look at this. It was obviously a penalty. He got it wrong. So um, uh, he hadn't seen it on the pitch, I should say, rather than getting it wrong. But um, uh, I thought tactically they were great. They're, he's a, he's a clearly an absolutely terrific manager. And I think we've got to really be on our mettle at the weekend. Um, so we've got to play as well as we played against City. And I think that, you know, the way things have been going, I think we will. Um, but that still doesn't mean we'll win because they are, when the, the the top their first team is is it's a joy to watch some of the football quite magnificent bit 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 back you know somebody is the kind of thing that Alan Hudson used to do all the time um which is I used to think you'd think oh god he's got three players on him what can he do and he just trace it through to somebody else knew there were three players that were in, were out of the picture and he could then just you know and they'd have a lot of space to move in happens so often with them and in fact they were very profligate in the second half they had about four chances they should have scored from but um, very impressive side indeed. So, yeah, but of course, Clayton. What we've said all along the season: teams that you know sit back are trouble for us, and those that like to have the ball and will come at us. You know, we tend to deal with a bit better. Um, do you have any confidence in that on Sunday that perhaps we're playing a side that will suit the way we play? Yeah, I do. Um, I think it will make it a good game. I think that we will. Um, Give as good as we get. I mean, JK has been entirely accurate about how good they are. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I didn't see the the game um, that JK is referencing, but they did go. What was it? About half a dozen games without a victory. So they're not 
perfect. Um, if Welbeck is out, I'm absolutely delighted because Welbeck seems to be one of those players who every time he plays against us, scores against us. Extraordinary. Um, Lewis Dunkai, 100% agree with, and we could have bought him a couple of years ago, but we didn't. Um, I think he would have been a, a JT, JT-like um, signing for us. Um, but he is um, suspended, isn't he? Didn't he get sent off? Was that Lewis Dunk last weekend? Yeah, I think you're right. He did, yes, for um, for calling. But actually, for call, as, as a self-confessed uh, Chelsea fan, um, <laughs> he probably took out all of his uh, Chelsea angst against him and on behalf of all of us and managed to get two yellow cards in 60 seconds, um, telling Taylor what he thought of him. I so that was a bald, a bald something or other, didn't he call him? I think I believe he did. Yes, yes. 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 Um, so the lit readers say um, rhymes with sick. Is that right? Is that right? I think so. Um, so yeah, they're they're a very good side, but you know, most teams in the Premier League, you know, down to I don't know, fifteen, sixteen, are decent sides. Um, Deserve is obviously a very good manager. I don't think it should be underestimated the the actual travel and the fact that it was Thursday. I really, I do think that that may have an effect towards the end of the game. Um, so if they're three 0 up, it won't make any difference. But if it's a tighter game, it, it might, you know, it might affect on them. And I, 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 I'm, I think one of the things that none of us have been particularly impressed with have been Poch's substitutions which have been bizarre at times um, so yeah I mean they're they're a good side they're a good side, they're well coached um, and we have to try and break this hoodoo because I, I do believe that it's something that the players are now conscious of I think it's something that is affecting us but we, we do seem to struggle at home and it, it's sort of the longer it goes on, the worse it gets. And you, and you wouldn't say that, you know, Brighton at home is a home banker. It's going to be very difficult. Uh, they had, um, obviously they qualified, didn't they, uh, Brighton, for the knockout stage for the first time in their history. So uh, hopefully they had a bit of a celebration as well uh, on the flight <laughs> home. Uh, JK, sort of what concerns me is, is the obviously the right back for this game. Uh, Gusto on the list of injured players, according to Chelsea. Reece James suspended, uh, Chalibur still out. I think that leaves us you know, weak on that right-hand side. Weak appears to be the uh, the understatement, doesn't it? Weak. I, I didn't realise that Augusto was still injured. He had that thigh injury, didn't he, which he was had a big bandage on. Because um, none of this was revealed in the press conference. Um, is he still on the list then? I didn't realise. Um, yeah, but Nkunku's on the list as well. So I think oh, okay. he mentioned about um, having another session and they're not sure yeah, tomorrow. That's right. Tomorrow. They're not sure. That's right. Tomorrow. Um, I don't know who who on earth can play right back. What, what will he do? Move move one across. So, um, um, move, move, move oh, his, it, it'll be Cucurello. Move, move your script down, JK. <laughs> and then and then you'll see. Yeah, it'll, it'll be Cucurello. It'll be. Uh, um, no, I don't. I haven't got a script actually. Did you? I didn't get it. Did you? Uh, did you? I did you, 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 you yeah, I haven't got it. Can you remind me, Melis, again? 
I haven't seen it. I'm doing. I'm flying blind here. Clayton. What email address? So JK at JonathanKid.com. Yeah, send it to that one. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. I so if could you? Yeah, no, I haven't. I'm not. I'm not suggesting you didn't. I'm just saying I haven't got it. So I definitely haven't got it. So, but you know, so I can't see. Is the answer there then, uh, Clayton? Is it on the page? It's in. It's in Dean's projected side. I mean, I did the, the image for you and everything, JK, with the players. Yeah. With the players. Oh, oh, I love that. I love that. Oh dear. Uh, but you're quite right. Cucurella did actually play quite well at right back for a couple of games, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, you know, he might. He might pick him for that but um uh in which case you'll play colwell at left back won't you there is um, a question from uh nathan in mixler's asking if kicker is suspended as well oh yes he is y- yes of course he is yeah well done well done blimey uh this is, uh, this is in my team so that'll change did you send it again i still haven't got it oh dear dean Help. this is good this is good radio Great radio, great radio. Oh, here comes one. Here it comes. Ah, oh, there it is. There it is. Notes, notes, and link. There's no good one. I not found the link from somewhere else. You see, because from your previous being involved. Oh, here we are. Yes, 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 yes. Should we, we go through go. the team then, now, Jacob? Oh, you've put you've put Disazi there. Okay, all right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's likely, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's actually yeah. played there this season, and he looks yes. quite good. Can't yes. Remember. I think it might have been uh, after um, Gusto got sent off against Villa. I think he he moved to right back. He and, did, um, and I thought he was quite decent there. Yes, yes, that's exactly what happened. Yes, yeah. Um, we'll go through the. Um... We're playing in, we're playing in white though, uh, Dean. I'm not yeah, used to work out to change the kit. Okay, so... it's, it's a kind of older way gear which I like very much. Yeah, um, um, yeah Cucurella therefore can't be. At left back, so that'll be Colwell plus uh, Badia Shield. It'll be Badia Shield. It'll be Colwell, Badia Shield, Silva, Desazi, uh, Enzo. I agree with Casado, Gallagher, uh, Palmer must play, um, and he'll flit about. Uh, he was strangely quiet at the weekend as well, Palmer. But to be fair, I don't think the the ball was getting much to anybody. Um, yeah, I agree with that team. Other than than the the kook, so other than the poodle, the super poodle. But yes, very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Clayton, your thoughts? I think I'd like to see Barroja start. I don't know what his fitness levels are at, but I think that I'd like to see somebody who bothers defenders just by being a bit meatier and a bit stronger so that we can basically give the opposition something to worry about. I think Palmer was was very well dealt with by Newcastle. I think tactically they they just pushed him back and back, so he had less and less influence yeah. on on the game. And and I think you know he was. I think he he played the pass to Silver. Not that it was a bad pass, but that's how deep he was. Um, I don't think Gallagher can have as bad a game again. And it'll be good to see Caicedo back because I think, as you mentioned earlier, that sort of that trio seemed to have got themselves a nice little rhythm going. So, yeah, but I'd, I'd, I've sort of the defence that you mentioned, that midfield, and um, and I'd, I'd rather see Brozier start up front, even if it's for sixty minutes. Yeah, we are having a little bit of a pushback on Mixler because the defence is four centre halves. 
it's all a bit West Brom. Well, Matt Matson hasn't basically been well, played at left back at all this season, and that that's his position. So that that would definitely be an option. Um, but yeah, I mean, who else could play at right back? Or we could go all pottery and and play Sterling at, as a left wing back because that was that worked really well, didn't it? <laughs> well, David Dotson says that Casillas played right back in the past, so maybe he could go his right back and. Uh, Leslie could play in midfield again. Please, no. Please, no, no. Please. He, he wasn't dreadful. He wasn't great, but he wasn't dreadful. Well, well, at least we've got the excuse they've got an extra training session this week, JK, as to why the team is uh, wrong. Is, um, uh, is, I presume, what's wrong with Chalabar? I know he's still injured, but what exactly is wrong with him? Do we know? I don't think anybody knows. It just says they're recontinuing their rehabilitation. Right. Uh, which is all the information that you get. Which the Bro- Brozier isn't the answer, I'm afraid, for a for what he keeps being injured, he keeps falling apart a bit. And uh, I'm not and saying he is the answer, but if he's if he's anywhere near half fit, I'd like to see him charging around rather than yes, yes, Jackson. Yes. And I mean, the thing is, you've also you've also got to have a, a slight amount of sympathy with Jackson, who who came as a as a sort of a backup striker, and has had to sort of lead the line, which is not something he's ever done before in his career, as far as I'm aware. Well, we'll see uh, on Sunday how wrong or how right uh, we are. Um, Now then, Uh, who would like to play a game of they played for both? Because Uh, Tim supplied me with a list of 44 players. 44? Yeah. And Nathan's even me some, sent me some more, so I think there's more than that. I need to go. I haven't gone through the list fully, but Nathan got another twenty or something about that. Yeah, um, but I'll stick with Chidge's list because that's what I've got in front of me. So after you, JK, played forty-four Steve players. Sidwell, Steve Sidwell, yeah, um, uh, Hutchins, uh, Chris Hutchins, Chris Hutchins, yeah. Okay, so should should we get the easy ones out of the way? Sanchez, yeah, Will Cucurella. I'm yep. just reading your team out for Sunday. Kaiseka, yeah, uh, Billy, Gil- <laughs> Billy Gilmore, yeah, Cole Will, uh, Cole Will, yeah, Lamptey, yep. Um, so dredging my memory back of players who I thought back in the old days. Teddy Maybank. I have to look down the list. Yep, he's there. Uh, you can get a goalkeeper, Clayton. There's a goalkeeper there. Yeah, Sanchez. It was another goalkeeper. Another goalkeeper. Harry Digweed. Yeah, he's there. Yeah. Harry Digweed. Well done. Thank you. I don't know why that came to me, but it did. Uh, okay. Uh... So far. 14 or something. What have we got? No, less. Just 30 short. 44. 44, yeah. Uh, recent Troubadour guest, JK. We'll say that again, sorry. A recent Troubadour guest. What was Mickey uh, Thomas played for Brighton? Falling to the list. Didn't know that. Gary Chivers. Yes, oh, well done, Gary yeah. Chivers. That's good. Um... When there's water, you go over on a. Wayne, Wayne Bridge, very good, very good. And his cousin, when well, there's two of them. Very Bridges. Yeah. 
Barry Bridges play for Brighton. I didn't know that. Did Ron, Don, Ron Harris didn't play? I know he played for Brentford, didn't he? He didn't play for Brighton. Yeah, no, not on this list. No. God almighty, this is it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, come on, JK. I don't want to mix look and come in with, with some. Yeah, if they want to come in with some, that's fine. Uh, a, a former youth academy striker. Uh, I don't know about that. Did Josh McEachern play for Brighton at all? Did he have any time there? Uh, not according to this list. I think for Reading, didn't he at one stage, McEachern? Yeah. Former uh, Youth Academy striker. No idea. I think he was an academy striker. Um, Cliff Huxford. Uh. No, he was Southampton. Sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, Mel Scott. No. No. Ron Tyndall. No. Uh, no. Uh, this was an era where Brighton were in the third division, of course, so it was like a you either started there or you went back down there. Um, oh dear! I think I've I've shot my bolt now. I don't know anymore. Are we all out. I'll read through the list and then you can kick yourself uh, as we go. Uh, so number one, Dave Besson. Oh, Dave Besson played for everybody, didn't he? At one stage, <laughs> he played for exactly everybody. God, bloody hell! Uh, Johnny Boyle. John Boyle played for Brighton. Yes, of course he did. When you meant recent um, Troubadour guest. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Bridge and Barry Bridges, you got Gary Chivers. Yeah, I got him. I got him. I got him. Stan uh, uh, Crofer. Perry hmm. Dickens, you got. Trouder, yes, he was a late 50s footballer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George Dodd. Georgie. Nah, Doddy. No, I didn't know him. Uh, Keith Dublin. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tommy Hughes. Oh, he was goalkeeper as well. Goalkeeper, goalkeeper, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Chris Hutchins. Yeah, got that one. I got him earlier. Robert Isaac. Robert Isaac, okay. Yeah. Uh, Dal Jesper. Jesper, sorry. Right. Uh, Bobby Laverink, Jimmy Ledbetter, uh, Charlie Lavesey, Teddy Maybank, you got uh, John McNichol, Harry Medhurst, Burt Murray, Tony Nicholas, Alexis. Oh, yeah, Nicholas. but Murray went there. Sorry, yeah, of course he did. Uh, Colin Pates, John Pates. Phillips. Oh, lots uh, of goalkeepers. Phillips, John Phillips. Guy. John Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Willie Porter. I always get the surname wrong. Uh, Doug Rugby. Did Doug Rugby go then play there? Bloody hell. Yeah. Bobby Smith. Bobby Smith, who, who played for. Um, Chelsea and Spurs. I wonder what stage he played for uh, for Brighton. What part of his career? At the end or the beginning? Nathan will probably know. Um, where was we at? Uh, Mickey Thomas. We got uh, Bob Whiting, Stan uh, Wilmsey, Leon Knight. Who was the? Oh yes, of course. Of uh, course. Steve Sidwell. Izzy Brown. Oh, yes. Must yeah. Uh, Fikayo Tamori. 
Was he there? Didn't know. He must have been there on loan. He went there on loan before he, uh, the season before he's come under Frank, didn't he? No, he was uh, at Derby. Do you mean but, before he was under Frank at Derby? Yeah, they went. He must have went there then. Yeah. Uh, where are we at now? Uh, Billy Gilmore, Tariq Lamptey, Harold Bird, Mark Cucurella, Les. Riley, Robert Sanchez, Levi Colwell, Alan Dovey, uh, Moses Caicedo, and Louis Flower. Uh, list is created with thanks to Paul Carter and his website, Stamford-Bridge. Uh, you can find Paul on Twitter at Stamford underscore bridge and check out the Chelsea Heritage Group, uh, ChelseaHeritagePartnership.com on Twitter at CLC underscore heritage. Um, yeah, a lot of names. That I've got no idea. Um Right, I think we did relatively well on the players that we'd actually heard of. That's all I'll say, but it was a pretty poor effort. But there we go. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a, a B plus because Thank you. It's very kind. Forty four is a lot. Um hoping for a better effort on Sunday then, JK. What's your prediction? Uh, um uh, two two. A Desmond. Yes. Uh, Clayton? Yeah, no, I was going to say that as well. But as I was so miserable, I was predicted to draw. I'm going to go 2 1 to us. Yeah, I'll go 4 um, 3 to Chelsea. Wow. Looking forward to that. Yeah, goals galore. Why not? Uh, and Bobby Smith played for Chelsea, then Tottenham, then Brighton. That makes sense. Good to know. Um, right. Sadly, uh, that is all we're going to have time for this week. Uh, Chidge will be back on Monday. He's going to be joined by Dan Silver and uh, Double Bubble of Clayton Beerman. Uh, so lucky for all you listeners. Uh, three in a row. Potentially, potentially. I, I, I'm, I'm happily stepping down. I don't wish to overkill. Less, less is more. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't want Clayton, make your voices heard. Uh, to <laughs> him out. If not, it will be Clayton again. Uh, but I'm sure there will be no complaints. Uh, so yeah, yeah. A vote, don't they? A vote on Mixler whether they want him. Yeah, Look, I'm a celebrity. Let's do Bush Tucker trials to get on the show. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, sorry about the Mixler, but hopefully, we'll be back next time. Uh, but until then, keep it blue, keep it careful, keep it chill. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.